Welcome to Knit British, the podcast that explores all the connections of Britishness in wool, fibre and knitting. On this journey, meeting all of the people involved, from sheep to skein, I am your host, Louise Scully. Knit British and love local wool. Knit British is delighted to be sponsored by Brit Yarn. Brit Yarn is a delightful online wool haven owned by Isla Davison. Isla formed Brit Yarn on the woolly principles, so from Jameson Smith to West Yorkshire Spinners, Eating Cottage Yarns to The Knitting Goddess, Blacker Yarns to Baram You and so many other yarns in between, you can be sure that the wool Isla stocks are clear on provenance and celebrate the British wool industry. New additions to the shelves at Brit Yarn are 12 incredible shades of Blacker Gotland Double Knit, The Knitting Goddesses Brit Silk, three British blends from Garthenor and the wonderful Croft Shetland Tweed, new from West Yorkshire Spinners. Listen in to today's show to hear a little bit more about that new yarn from West Yorkshire Spinners and a lovely discount from Brit Yarn. Visit www.brityarn.co.uk or click on the logo in the show notes. Hello and welcome in. How are you? It's lovely to have you around here at Knit British. I've had a great uh, but busy few weeks off from the podcast and I hope you've been uh, enjoying August and having a, a generally lovely time. Uh, kids are back to school here in Scotland. I think you guys uh, down south uh, have a little bit longer. It's, it's getting a little bit closer to autumn, my favourite time of year. <laughs> as well as having a nice, generally nice time, uh, I have been busy, as I've said, I've been making some plans, which I can tell you about a little bit later on. I also got a new mic set up for my for my desk. I don't know if this sounds any different, but I have a very exciting looking microphone arm and a pop filter and all those kind of things, which means that I can, yeah, I can podcast from my desk, which I generally do, but I usually have a tripod set up and I have, my office is quite narrow, so I can't really turn around. If I do, I kick the tripod and that's when you can hear a little bit of reverberation sometimes. So we'll see how this goes. We'll see if this is a good setup. We've got a lot to get through today, so grab a drink, grab a whip, and let's get cracking with some news. Uh, first up, Jameson Smith are hosting a Booster Beanie Cal this month till the 20th of September. This now is, I suppose, the official run-up to Shetland Wool Week. So whether you will be going to Shetland for Wool Week or, like me, you will be enjoying it from afar, you can take part in the cal and knit your own official Shetland Wool Week 2017 hat, which has been designed by the patron Gudrun Johnson. Uh, I'm using in mine some Shetland Supreme in the Gulmogat colour for the main colour and then I'm using a, a sort of a purpley and a pink which is the technical term because I don't actually have the the 
the labels next to me to tell you um, for the the contrast colour. You should go on over to the Jimison and Smith group on Ravelry and um, take part in that if you're interested. There's another upcoming cow that you might want to pencil into your diary. Blacker have been redesigning some of their patterns and they're going to be releasing them as a collection. That collection should go live by the end of the month. Uh, If you go over to blackatyarns.co.uk and check out their blog, there could be more information there. These patterns that they're relaunching have been tested and I was testing the Azurite mitts, which I did in Gotland and Tamar. And patterns look awesome. They, I mean, I am a big fan of a well-laid-out pattern, as you know, but they are all illustrated with um, schematic designs by Katie Green, who obviously now works for Blacker, but you will know her work. Um, illustration work um, her graphic stories from Pom Pom Magazine and that's that's fantastic that's that, that's a really lovely addition and if you've seen uh, any of Blacker's um, information about this cow you'll have seen her illustrations on that as well and that's fantastic a lovely addition so to celebrate the new look collection Blacker are going to be hosting a cow it's going to be the cast on date is September the 14th, so you've got a couple of weeks to, to decide what you're going to knit and uh, decide on what, what pattern you're going to use, which yarn you're going to use, which colours you're going to use. So if you go over to the Blacker Yarns Ravelry group, if you're not already a member, join, because it's a great wee group. Um, they will have a chatter thread in there uh, called the Blacker Refresh Knit Along, and you can knit one of those 12 patterns. You can use any Blacker yarn, and there will be some goodies up for grabs and it's a nice long cal as well it's for three months which i think is perfect for slow knitters like me so it goes up until the 14th of december so if you're wanting to knit something for yourself for christmas maybe or maybe make a gift for somebody for christmas this would be a fantastic opportunity to do that and there are some great patterns in there so there there are mitts there are hats there are socks there are shawls there are sweaters there are lots of things and you might have seen from instagram the Blacker Yarns will be soon launching their birthday yarn. This has been a tradition now for a couple of years. In fact, this is the third year. And first of all, there was Cornish Tin, then there was Tin 2. And now there's something completely different. At next episode, we will have reviews of this yarn because Blacker were incredibly kind. I gave the opportunity for five of our muckers to try out uh, the birthday yarn. And also they sent some to me and it's incredible. And you will have seen already some of this yarn on Instagram and social media. It's called Brushwork. It's a lovely, uh, a really lovely blend of yarn and colours and the textures have been brought together um, through um, a love of art. And definitely I think Katie's influence is, um, is, is apparent here because of course I've mentioned she's an incredible artist. The colours have been have been inspired by watercolour and by brush strokes and brushwork. And I think you are really going to get a big kick out of this. I won't say too much about it until the next episode when we have all those little reviews. But I do want to say just a little bit about the wool and the yarn. And I think I can you know, whet your appetite a little bit back with this. The wool content is very special because it is Beaumont. And the Beaumont is a, is a breed that was developed 
uh, by the Macaulay Institute. They wanted to develop a breed that could live on the hills and be an upland flock, um, but produced an incredible fleece. So they crossed the Saxon Merino with Shetland. And as I say, it was developed by the Macaulay Institute in a, in a research study. And I'll actually link to uh, an interesting paper on this from the Macaulay Institute, um, just so you can you can read more about that study and, and what went in, what went into developing the breed. Basically, the fleece that it produced can be as low as sixteen to eighteen microns, and that's low. That's very 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 soft indeed. Um, so when the research project finished, the sheep went up for sale, and there little flocks dotted all over the UK. These are mainly from Scotland, but most of the flocks fleece from the UK go into luxury clothing. So Sue Blacker managed to snag this awesome bale of of Scottish Beaumont. They decided they were going to do something really special with it. So, you know, already you get an idea that Beaumont is something that's quite precious. It's quite a limited there's quite a finite amount of it. You don't see it very often. The fantastic Uist wool have access to um, some Scottish Beaumont or Scottish Merino, as they call it. Uh, but yeah, in in terms of yarn, it, there's you know it's very precious when you find any yarn. It's a very incredible thing. So the wool here is Scottish Beaumont, and and added to the mix in brushwork is 10% Castle Milk Murat, which is another improved, developed breed, I guess, so much, much earlier. Um, uh, and it's a breed that's at risk, uh, classified by the Rare Breeds Survival Trust. And it's got a lovely, fudgy, reddy, browny, natural colour. And then and then to the, that mix, there's 20% alpaca in the blend too. And as I say, I will talk more about this next time. But I think you're you're really going to love this. I've been knitting a couple of swatches with it. Um, I've tried a bit of lace. I've tried a bit of stockinette. I think it's really going to be something that you'll want to get your hands on and not and not just buy a ball. <laughs> you know, buy... buy I mean, the, I'll have to say it's a sport weight. It's got really good meterage on it. But this is something that you're going to want sweater quantities of, I think. But more next time um, ahead of the launch... More news. There's news aplenty in this episode. You might remember a few episodes ago, we had a blind wool test and that was um, the Paul Dorset lamb's wool from from Northern Yarn. And I got an email from Kate uh, at Northern Yarn in which she said she was absolutely thrilled to be able to tell us that she's opening a shop in Lancaster and the shop is going to be at 74 Penny Street and has its grand opening on Saturday the 2nd of September from 10 till 4. So if you can get to Lancaster, this will be a fantastic opportunity to go and support a brilliant British wool company. Uh, You'll get 10% off all shop purchases on the day. There's going to be some special Lancashire gin on offer, only one glass per customer, you know. You got you got to take it easy. Christine Perry, Winnick Mum, our awesome, one of our awesome muckers. She's going to be there. She's going to be doing a a sock surgery, and they're gonna 
reveal a new yarn on the day as well. So that's fantastic news. I'm really chuffed for Kate. Great to hear about your new shop. And uh, for those of you who who don't know, Kate has a line of local wool called Northern Yarn. It's available in four ply and double knit weights. You can get it undyed or dyed. And uh, she also sells other British wools, including Cucubec, Hardwick, Dodgson Wood, New Lanark, Teeswater Wools. Uh, it's really worth checking out her website, which is www.northernyarn.co.uk. And would you like some more news? Well, I have some cryptic news. Do you want some cryptic news? Of course you want some cryptic news. Earlier this month, I met in Edinburgh the lovely Donna Smith and we had a lovely uh, day of catching up and drinking coffee and eating cake. And she showed me something very exciting indeed. And I can't tell you anything more about it than that. Um, What I can say is that you should go over to Donna's website www.donnasmithdesigns.co.uk and join her newsletter. Her website's had a bit of a makeover, it's looking fantastic, Um, all her patterns are there, her blog is there, but there's something exciting coming very soon and I reckon you knit Britishers will be making the grabby hands for it. So go over, join our newsletter and there'll be more details on this podcast about that news soon. Some of you will have noticed that we have had our first November post up uh, in the last week and this is a call to action because we need you. Uh, November 2017, uh, we will be exploring where wool meets wellness and all the ways in which wool can contribute to and promote wellness. And by that, we mean mental, physical wellness. We mean wellness of the environment, the land, the community. Felix linked to some great examples in this post about how you know wool has been used to mop up oil spills and um, customise walking sticks and how wool can help people quit smoking. What we're what we're looking for for from you is to for you to contribute your stories of how wool, sheep, yarn, fleece, wool work, anything connected to wool enriches your life. Um, or benefits your local community, land, environment, um, or, you know, just promotes senses of wellness. And we're looking for your post to be a big part of November this year. And we're really looking for your connections and stories about wool and wellness. So what we're looking for is about 350 word posts, a cracking big image to illustrate your post. And... Send it, send it to wovember at gmail.com. The deadline is the 30th of September. All the information and rules are at wovember.com. I'll put a link in the show notes to that post. But I know there's lots of you out there uh, who are listening to this that wool has contributed to and enriched your life, lives in some way. And I think there are quite a few of you out there who have a little post in you. And it's. I want to just take this opportunity to remind you that we're not just looking for people talking about British wool or people from Britain. Um, I get this quite a lot and I can understand why I am knit British and I help edit Wovember, but Wovember is for er for everyone. Knit British is for everyone as well. 
and we're not just looking for examples of British wool here. We're looking for people all over the world talking about wool from all over the world um, and how that contributes to wellness for you. So I'm really looking forward to reading more. We've had some great posts already, really fantastic. As I say, 350 words, it's not a lot, but it can really convey a lot. I'm looking forward to exploring this topic more with Felix at November this year. Back in June, I was at Woolfest and I popped along to see the Wensleydale Longwell Sheep Shop uh, stall and Kath proudly showed me her new Aran Marl yarn. And this is a very lovely yarn indeed. It's available in four colours, denim, fennel, natural and pomegranate. And the coloured uh, strand is, is um, plied with a dark natural coloured strand of yarn. And it's spun at Laxton's. And when I saw the sample at Woolfest of a jumper, just a plain, just a very simple jumper knitted in this Aaron Marl yarn. I was just amazed. It had such an incredible heavy drape and the texture was just gorgeous. Such a beautiful silken yarn and so lustrous. Kath offered me a, a ball to try out for, for the show and you, you will have seen me knitting this if you follow me on Instagram. Um, many of you know that I am a big fan of Wensleydale Longwool Sheep Shop. I just love my lush that I made in the teal colour and I have a Gemini top which I knit in the black. Wensleydale's Longwool Breed, uh, the yarn and knitted fabric has a lovely halo uh, and it's really long wearing. It's a lustrous yarn and it has quite a low pill factor. Now we all know that woolen fabric pills, some are more a bit more resistant to pilling than others and Wensleydale is definitely one of them. So that that I can tell you before I even cracked into this ball of, of Aaron Marl. The Marl comes in a squadgy 100 gram ball um, and I chose the pinky red pomegranate shade and that dark natural coloured strand in the ply is a little bit more subtle against the rich pink Um, and I was really excited to see that subtle variation knit up actually. This yarn was so soft to work up that halo is just delicious and this is what I love about British breed wool. This, you know, there are such unique characteristics, and the luster on the wool Wensleydale, it's so juicy. You know how it hits the light. Wow, I mean, it's incredible. Of course, this shade is of pinky red is quite hard to photograph, so I'll try and get pictures up so you can see what it's like wearing. It tends to look a little bit out of focus. You know, reds are hard to photograph, but I'll try and get a picture so you can see. But I just love 
the luster of the yarn with that halo that's almost like a you know a little interference and that's the, the wrong word you know what I mean that kind of snow you used to get on old tellies um, <laughs> um, with that luster peeping through it's a lovely lovely thing I knit up a quick cowl in this and it's I just used a textured star stitch with a garter edge. And again, the structure of the stitch manages to pop out of the surface of that lovely long wool halo. It doesn't detract, the halo doesn't detract um, the, the structure of the stitch. Um, so texture-wise, I can't stop feeling it. It's lovely. It's a big tick. I'm very textural. Um, when I washed the cowl, I could feel those longer fibres tighten and contract. And I've seen this happen with long wool yarns before, particularly tease water and fibres like that. When the fibres are wet, they go and contract. And you can you can kind of think, oh my God, what, uh, you know, what's happening here? But when the yarn dries, they those fibres expand again. And they soften even more. Unblocked. I kind of loved how this cowl had. It's a great structure and stood up when, around my neck. Quite cosy. If I knitted this in stockinette, I reckon it would be a little bit more drapier. Um, but I do love the structure of this sort of star daisy stitch and and as it's blocked it's still it's got a little bit more drape but it still stands up which is kind of what I want in a short cowl I kind of want a cowl that's gonna you know stand up by itself and keep my neck warm tucked into my jacket and we're getting towards that weather soon I can't wait <laughs> the Wednesday along will sheep shop Aaron Marl is going to be awesome in hats and mitts and cowls but actually it'll also be awesome in sweaters and I can imagine like a really nice open cardi um all that great structure and luster I think it'll, it'll be you know a great outdoor sort of cardigan jackety type almost I recently got the Hannah Fettig book Home and Away and that's got some lovely open iron and worsted weight cardigans in it um so i think one of those would would be fantastic in this yarn i really enjoyed trying this yarn and i think that i foresee more of this yarn in my future um i'm a big fan of wensdale longwell sheep shop anyway and i really really like the the weight and the spin and the texture of their yarn this yarn the iron is spun at laxton's um, their yarn was spun at West Yorkshire Spinners before and I believe that that's going to be changing soon and it's all going to be spun at Laxton's. Laxton's, as a side note, are also spinning an Ecru natural creamy um, Wensleydale, which, um, as you know, you can buy, I think it's a minimum of five skeins, I think, on their website um they they sent me a little a little sample of their four ply which i'll talk about in a in a later episode but uh, laxton's big ticks for the wensleydale spinning i have to say as well the difference between this aaron that spun at laxton's and the other the wensleydale longwell sheep shop double knit that's a mouthful by the way wensleydale longwell sheep shop double knit um which was spun at West Yorkshire Spinners, that was quite a sheddy yarn. When you knit with it, it sheds quite a lot. This Aaron spun at Laxton's did not shed much at all. 
some yarn sheds when you knit with it. That just happens. Um, that's very small, you know, drawback for me. But uh, but yeah, I I was quite noticeable that this one didn't shed. Um, you can go over to wensadalewool.co.uk and find all of their yarns there. You can buy the Aran um, Marl in four colours. It costs £9 for a 100 gram ball of the Marl. And um, thanks very much to Kath for letting me have a play with this. It's I have to say, um, uh, if you've not been on the Wensadale website for a wee while um, it has changed they are under new ownership they do sell yarn online now which they never used to do before and they are on social media so you should follow them on social media as well because I really do believe that um, this yarn deserves to be found by more people and deserves to be shouted about so do check them out on social media as well Brit Yarn is our lovely sponsor of this episode and did you see the newest additions this week to the shop? Mm. As well as five shades of the incredible new Brit Silk by the Knitting Goddess and the gorgeous autumnal shades of that glistening Gotland from Blacker Yarns. There is also something special and new from West Yorkshire Spinners and I'm going to scruffle while I get it out of the bag. It is called The Croft and it is made of Shetland wool, quote, from the Shetland Islands. And that is what it says on the label. It is actually made in association with Jimison and Smith. There are eight shades and the yarn, which again, is a, it's an iron weight. It's 100% Shetland wool. Uh, and it is speckle dyed, which contributes to a tweedy texture when it's knit up. Uh, I'm a big fan of woolly nips in knitting. And I have said in the past that I am not a fan of dyed speckles in hand dyed yarn. And this is definitely dyed speckles, but they give the impression of woolly nips. Um, and a tweediness when knit up rather than that kind of dappling you get with hand dyed speckles. The other thing that I don't really like about hand dyed speckling is that hand dyed speckle yarns have a lot of white or undyed um, parts to the yarn which I'm just really not kind of not a fan of. Um, Isla sent me a skein of, of the Croft uh, to try and it's in the Fuchsia Dalsetter colourway which has little electric blue uh, purpley flecks and um, as I say Fuchsia flecks and then parts of the pliers are, have a little bit of um, light pink almost peachy variations in there. And I immediately wanted to cast on a hat in this this yarn and I am knitting on it right now. I'm doing a little bit of one by one rib as as I talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Shetland wool then. And in fact, actually, let's talk about Shetland wool that I am used to. OK, so the Shetland wool from Shetland that I am used to and actually pretty devoted to is wool and spun Shetland jumper weight. It's a bit soft, a bit rustic, very definite and very recognisable is 
a wool and spun jumper weight as a Shetland wool. Um, you know, when you see a strand of that, it's very recognisable, I think, as Jimison and Smith or Jimison's of Shetland jumper weight. Um, I also love the newer range of worsted spun jumper weight yarns from Jimison and Smith. And to me, that's a very lean yarn and very similar to an expertly hand spun yarn. This is not like any of those Shetland yarns from Shetland. It is worsted spun, uh, but it's thick and plumpy and really smooth through the fingers and really soft and ever, ever so bouncy. In the skein and in the knitting, it, uh, you know, I'm being 100% honest here, it is not like any Shetland wool that I have knit with from Shetland. It really isn't like any of those yarns. Um, and that's not a bad thing. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, uh, West Yorkshire Spinners, they make yarns that have a very wide appeal for a huge market of knitters. And I think if you've ever said, hmm, that Jimson and Smith is a bit too rustic for me. Hmm, that Shetland wool is a bit too crisp then this bouncy, plumpy Aran will be like an absolutely new breed yarn to you. And, um, you know, it's very much almost like that to me. I will be 100% honest here. I didn't want to like this yarn. I didn't want to like it. I didn't think I would like it when it was described to me. The speckle maybe was one thing. I like my Shetland wool from Shetland. And, you know, it's almost in my blood to love a jumper weight uh, from Shetland and those particular yarns. But this is blooming lovely. It is, again, it's soft and bouncy and it really is going to be incredible in anything you want to knit with it. I haven't done a swatch road test yet, uh, but I am assuming that this is going to wash and block and wear and wash and block and wear and wash and block and wear and wash and block and wear like any other Shetland yarn. And I think it is going to be incredible for all manner of of knitted items. The weight uh, of the yarn, Aran, is very appealing and is appealing to a wider market, I think. And I think that it's going to be, this is a fantastic time to launch that because people are going to start to be getting into their autumnal and winter knitting. Also, the, 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 the Tweedy dye effect is very unique. Uh, it's, there's nothing quite like it available in a, in a commercially spun 100% wool yarn. And there is also an incredible book of designs in this yarn from West Yorkshire Spinners by Sarah Hatton. Now, I think Isla has sold out of this at the moment because it has been so popular already. Uh, so more is expected soon. Um, but really, what you know? What, what are you waiting for? Go to BritYarn.co.uk and have a look at these. Have a look at the colours. It costs a very good eight pounds forty, which I think is is fantastic. You're going to get a hat. You're going to get a cowl. You're going to get a couple of mitts. I have one one hundred gram ball, and 
To top off, the labels are lovely and clear. That was the first thing that I loved about it. It's 100% Shetland wool from Shetland. It's got the Jimison and Smith logo on there. It's got all the information that you should need. I will talk about this a bit more next time when I finish this hat because I want to talk to you about how it, how I find it washes and, and blocks and wears. Um, and if there's anything left, I'll be doing a swatch, a little swatch test as well. But for something that I didn't think I was going to like, I really do like this. I will still be devoted to my Shetland wool from Shetland in terms of jumper weight yarn. But this is an incredible Aran. It's, again, it's pliable, it's soft, it's a fascinating and fantastic yarn. And if you need any more encouragement, Isla has been incredibly generous and has given you lovely listeners a 10% discount code for sales at brityarn.co.uk. You can use the code LOVENITBRITISH, all uppercase, uh, at the checkout and you will get 10% off your order until September the 22nd. Thank you so much to Isla for that. Um, I should also say, because she mentioned it on Instagram, that you're better to to use this code when you're on a, a tablet or on a laptop or desktop computer because apparently the code box doesn't show up if you're using a mobile phone. So there's a little tip for you. If you're planning to use this um, code, get on your, your tablet or computer because uh, you want to be able to find that wee box, don't you? Get that code in there. Thanks so much to Isla for sponsoring this episode and for being so generous with that incredible discount. Before I wrap up this episode, I have some news. I've got a new job and I start on Monday. And for the last few years, I've worked mainly part-time or various part-time jobs. Um, But I've been really looking forward to getting back into a full-time job and that kind of routine. And this is something I know I realise is something I don't talk about in the podcast a lot. I feel it's not wool-related, so it's not relevant to the podcast. Um, And I tend to keep my private life private, um, really, you know, I... But I have mentioned my my job searching um, on social media and uh, I talked about, you know, going, going on, mostly on Twitter, going for interviews and you've been fantastic and supporting me in that and giving me luck and, and that's been lovely. So I'm looking forward to starting a full-time job. But that is going to mean that I need to make changes um, to the podcast. From the new year, the podcast will be going back to a monthly format. I really enjoyed doing that before. Long-term listeners will remember that when the podcast started, I just did a, I did a monthly show, and I enjoyed working on an episode over, you know, a few weeks and putting work into it that way. So instead of two forty-odd minute shows a month you're going to get one longer episode uh, a month. And I've already got some awesome content planned and community fun planned. Um, I know lots of you have been asking me for a weekly format. And I know that some of you would miss having two episodes a month. But to be frank, while I love what I do for Knit British, um, I can't, you know, I can't physically do weekly and it's going to be a struggle to do anything good um, on two episodes a month so this is the best that you're going to get <laughs> for the year anyway um, that's that's how it's going to be 
So there will be still be fun. There will be still be cows. There will be reviews, news, interviews. Um, there will still be the podcast lounge and all that jazz. Um, I've already planned some really great stuff uh, for us to look forward to. It may mean things like I take longer to get back to emails and I do less of other things, which I'm going to speak a little bit more about in a later episode. Um, There are still things I need to plan and do behind the scenes um, and I need to think about sponsorship differently because I just don't have the time to administrate and facilitate things like I have. So Anyway, in, in the run-up to the new year, it means that episodes may be a wee bit shorter, um, but we'll still have two a month until till the end of the year and while I settle into my new job. And I hope that all of this means that you do not feel shortchanged because I'll still be packing it with all the same good stuff. There will be more plans for which I will clue you in on soon, but I wanted to let you know of those changes and I hope that, uh, that you will still... Um, enjoy listening and supporting and being enthusiastic about the podcast with just one episode a month. I also hope that it means I can get back to doing more writing more blog posts in the interim as well because that's something that I've missed. You know, working a part-time schedule, I I, I have to, I tend to write a podcast, plan a podcast, write a podcast, interview people, record a podcast, edit a podcast, then as soon as that goes out I'm thinking about the next one. You know, I have the urge to write um, blog posts, but haven't really had the opportunity to do it in that kind of schedule. And so, yeah, I'm really kind of hoping, as I say, when I was working full time before and doing the podcast once a month, uh, I've just felt more organised and I felt like I was doing better with the time allotted to me. So, again, um, as I say, I really appreciate those of you who have said that you want more, but I hope that you can still um come over once a month for that longer episode and um, you you can be excited for all the things that 2018 may bring. That really is it for this episode. I will be back on the 8th of September and in September, oh, there's lots of things happening in September. I have already been offered a fantastic discount code for you guys from one of our recent interviewees. And I will have those uh, reviews of um I've got some news of a of a knit British related knitting club. And uh, Jess from Ginger Studio has some some news for us. There's a lot happening in September. Uh, all that and some of you will be going, getting ready to go to Shetland Wool Week. Some of you will be getting ready to go to Yarndale. Lots of things to look forward to in September. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you for those of you who recently left reviews for the podcast on iTunes. That is incredible. And I really, really, really appreciate that because not everyone who listens to the podcast listens via iTunes. But if you listen via podcatchers, sometimes podcatchers don't give you any information about uh, each episode. I don't know why that is. I don't know why they miss that off because all that information goes out into the ether from this end. Just some podcatchers don't pick them up. But what they do pick up are the reviews. And so your reviews can really, you know, help us 
reach more people and help more people come to the Knit British community. So thank you so much to those of you who have left reviews at iTunes. That's just awesome. And thank you for everyone who reaches out via social media and via the Ravelry group and via email. It's it's fantastic. And um you know, you make you make this community. You really, really do. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I will be back next month. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Knit British podcast. To find out more, visit www.knitbritish.net. You can email me louise at knitbritish.net. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at knit underscore British. And I'm on Ravelry as Lyra. You're a big singing star now, remember? This California dude is just a little heavier than usual tonight. Really? From where I stand, the sun is shining all over the place.